Cookie Miller, and this is Worth the Wait. Join me every week as I explore profound weight loss solutions beyond just diet and exercise, because a lifestyle change starts with changing your mind. This week's podcast is sponsored by Cookie Miller Coaching, a holistic online weight loss coaching service that aims to help women who have 30 pounds or more to lose. This program is for the woman who has tried everything and is serious about making a lifestyle change. Visit apply.cookiemiller.com to be added to the wait list and you'll be notified as soon as a spot becomes available. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Worth the Wait. I am your host, Cookie Miller, and today we are talking about how your period can affect your weight loss goals. Now, before we get into today's episode, I have to let you guys know that the following tips are based on my experience and the experience of the clients that I've worked with over the years, but this is not medical advice and I'm not a medical professional. So if you are having any types of issues with your periods, it's very important that you see your OBGYN. So these tips even apply in perimenopause or menopause stages of life. Unfortunately, a lot of us did not learn much about how the female body actually works growing up. So this was something that I didn't even fully understand until I had a really bad experience with birth control myself. And I actually shared that experience in episode two. So you guys can go back and watch episode two if you would like to hear more about that. So let's start with the basics. For most women, your cycle is gonna last about 28 days, and day one through day 14 are called the follicular phase. This phase starts with the first day of your period, and then day 15 through day 18 are called the luteal phase, and this begins after ovulation. So now we're gonna talk about how you can use this information to reach your fitness goals. Okay, so let's start with the follicular phase. So during this time is when oestrogen is high, progesterone is steady, and then on day 14 is where ovulation actually begins. So what does this really mean? Well, it means that you are probably feeling really good around this time of the month or this time of your cycle. And so your energy is up, you're in a generally good mood, you're feeling less bloated. So this is the time where I say schedule your photos, schedule your measurements during this time. And I like to have my clients actually do their photos and their measurements around this time. And usually we aim for somewhere around day six to day 14. So this is also a good time for you to really go hard in the gym. Maybe you want to try to lift heavier, do more reps or see if you can increase your strength or maybe take a really difficult class that you've kind of been eyeing. But this is the time where you want to try those new things and try to go really, really hard. Maybe see if you can hit some peak during this time. Now, if you're doing any type of intermittent dieting, like maybe carb cycling, or you fluctuate your calories like up and down um, over a period of time, then this is where I would say go for your lower calories here because your body isn't needing as many calories when you're in this phase of your cycle and you're already feeling good and you're gonna be working out really well. So if you are in a weight loss phase and if you need to bring your calories down, then I would say this is the time to do so. 
so, I'm not recommending that you just bring your calories down because you're in this phase. But I'm just saying that when you have caloric adjustments, try to make them within the follicular phase. Lots of people tend to fail because what they do is they try to go for super, super low calories during the luteal phase without really realizing, you know, what's going on in their body. And so it's really difficult to make that adjustment whenever you are in the luteal phase because there's some things going on. So let's go ahead and talk about that phase. During the luteal phase, the oestrogen tends to decline, your body temperature rises, and this even happens for women in menopause. So for all my ladies who are in this stage of life, it is very important that you track your moods, track your symptoms. I understand like not having your period anymore. Maybe if you're slowly starting to, um, your period is slowly starting to end, then it kind of seems like, well, why would I be tracking my period? But like I said, even for women who are in the perimenopause and menopause stays, stage, it is very helpful to use an app like Flow to track your cycle. And they even have a menopause option. So definitely consider checking that out. If you start to track your moods and symptoms for like a couple of cycles, it'll really help you to figure out what your phases are. Um, since you're not actively seeing like a period, it's kind of hard to figure it out, but you'll start to see the patterns and then you'll know exactly where you are in your cycle and that way you can move accordingly. Now, after ovulation, you tend to experience like high sugar and carb cravings, right? So we all know like when it's period time, some people want chocolate or they want to have like chips or sweets or, you know, whatever. This is not just by happenstance or this is not just like a self-soothing type of thing that's going on. We're craving these things because of how our hormones are changing. So to me, this is a time to go for high protein, whole satiating food even though I'm sure <laughs> if you're anything like me you're craving ice cream and things like that but you really want to try your best to go for the whole foods the protein sources because those are the things that are going to keep you full and keep you satiated and then just leave a little bit of room for the extra stuff that you want since your body is automatically working harder during this phase this is where you can allow yourself to have some extra calories. Now, I usually give my clients anywhere between like 100 to 300 extra calories during their during this phase of their cycle. So usually right before the period starts, right? Like that maybe week or so of PMS symptoms, kind of depending. That is where I say, okay, let's go for a little bit higher calories and that usually also helps to cover any of the cravings that you're having so you don't feel like you're kind of not being able to have anything and on top of that you're experiencing all of these awful symptoms now the biggest tip i can give about the luteal phase is to not try to lose weight during this time i know that may sound really really crazy <laughs> But just trust me on this one. So what I usually tell my clients is look back at where you started, maybe at like day 23, for example, and 
you want to try to get back to that weight by like day three or four of your cycle. Um, for some people, it may be like day five or day six or day seven because everyone is different. But the main idea here is that you want to give yourself some grace and some room to know that on the scale, you're going to probably be bloated. You're going to probably put on water weight. But as long as you see that you're bouncing back down to where you were on day 23 or 24, then you know that you're moving in the right direction. So when we're looking at weight, we should be looking at it overall and not just looking at it day to day, especially when we have a menstrual cycle to consider. So other symptoms in the luteal phase are tiredness, retaining water, like I already said, so bloating. And so for your weight training, this means that you're going to be taking it a little bit easier. You're not going to be going for huge PRs or personal records. You're going to keep your workout regimen up, but you're just not going to be going for any major strength gains during this time. This is also probably not the best time to be doing burpees or, you know, running or maybe doing some type of hit or something like that. It may be a better time for you to just focus on doing some steady state cardio, maybe some incline walking or using the elliptical or the Stairmaster just at a nice moderate pace. I want to be sure to include everyone and not leave out those of us who may have irregular periods or have something else going on. Like for example, with me, I have endometriosis. I have a lot of clients who have PCOS. So things like that are going to obviously change how we look at this entire cycle. So your period may be longer or heavier or more painful. And so some of the tips may need to be adjusted. Um, and then there's even additional things that you can do so for example I personally will add a turmeric supplement which is really good for inflammation so I'll add something like that to my vitamin regimen for cramps and things like that a few days before my period is except expected to start and that is really really helpful for me um, another thing that you can do is to increase your magnesium supplementation or intake through food um, and that will absolutely help with just the cramps and uncomfortable feelings that you have especially if you have something like endometriosis or PCOS that is causing your periods to be heavier um, or even longer Sadly, most women really don't know anything at all about this. And on top of that, a lot of trainers are uneducated, especially male trainers out there, you know, which makes sense. They, you know, there's not really too much that they learn about the female menstrual cycle. And if women are uneducated on it, then men are certainly uneducated on it. So a lot of times male trainers will push their female clients without considering which phase of their menstrual cycle they're in. So ladies, please 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 advocate for yourselves and that has to do with doctors trainers anybody that you're working with that is doing something that has to do with your physical health and remember you want to go super super hard in that follicular phase and listen to your body to know when it's time to pull back within the luteal phase because I don't want to make it seem like the luteal phase is just a wash <laughs> you know and you can't do anything I really think for most people there's like 
maybe three to seven days within the luteal phase that are really, really, really tough um, or just where you don't feel like you have the energy. But the full 14 days of the luteal phase shouldn't be used to just kind of do nothing right we should just pull back when your body tells you it's time to pull back when it doesn't feel good to keep going and when it's not something that you can just power through so for me that's usually around like day 26 and it'll last maybe until like day four so that's like eight days that are just kind of super low-key and chill and then i try to get back into my regimen for you this may be a bigger or a smaller window it's really not about the length of time or anything like that today's topic was about awareness and about women being aware of their bodies and knowing how to work around the menstrual cycle so that they can get the best possible outcome in their weight loss journey. So that is it for today's episode. I hope that you will take this information and be empowered and really build out your weight loss goal and your weight loss plans around your menstrual cycle. And even if you're perimenopausal or menopausal, just tracking those symptoms so that you can still use these strategies to help you as well. So thank you so much for listening to Worth the Weight. If this episode or any of our episodes have helped you, please consider leaving us a review. You can also take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Worth the Weight Podcast. You can also tag me at Cookie Miller. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.